Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones. I'm your host, Kelsey Jones, and today's episode is all about you guys. Um, on my Instagram, at Kelsey Lynn Jones, and my new podcast Instagram, which is at What's Stopping You Podcast. I asked y'all for questions, anything you wanted to know about me or advice that you wanted me to give, literally anything, and I got a ton of questions, and I thought I would take today to just sit down and answer all these questions for y'all. So if you do enjoy this style of episode and you want me to keep doing them, please let me know because I got so many questions, and I feel like if y'all want to know this kind of stuff, I want to keep, you know, sharing and being honest with y'all. I think that's all a really important part about what I'm trying to do here. So before we dive into all these questions, I thought I would kind of give y'all some life updates. I really just like being able to share kind of what's going on in my life and keeping y'all updated. Um, So yeah, I have some cool stuff that's been going on. So first off, like I said in my last episode, I started school this week. Um, I am a junior at the University of Texas and I'm studying design. So I actually only have class on Tuesday, Thursday this semester and there is a reason for that that I'll get into in a little bit. But um, I'm only taking class Tuesday, Thursday, and then we'll have two online classes, which I really do enjoy taking online classes because they're so much more flexible. And I think in a past episode I mentioned, like, I hate going to a class and feeling like I wasted my time and didn't learn anything. And then I just go home to teach it all to myself. So I feel like taking online classes kind of takes out the wasted time because you just get to teach yourself and you learn and you know, you do it and you move forward. Um, So yeah, I really like not only that I feel like I'm, you know, getting stuff done and not wasting my time, but also like I can do it at any time of day. If I want to, you know, wake up at 6.30 and do it at 6.30 in the morning, or if I want to do it at nine o'clock at night, you know, literally anytime. It's so great. But yeah, I don't have any red flags with my classes this semester, which is nice. Um, I don't know if y'all have a story like this, but I remember last semester I applied or I registered applied. (laughs) I've been applying to internships all day today. Um, I registered for a history class because we have a core curriculum. Everyone has to take history classes. If you're in college, I'm sure you do too. Um, And so I didn't want to take just like a basic history class like U.S. history class because I was like I've learned U.S. history for literally what the past 12 plus years of my life like that's so boring I don't want to learn the same things over again I'm gonna hate going to class so I had a couple friends who recommended me to take this class called history of Mexican Americans in the U.S. and I was like okay that could be cool um I think that's like an interesting topic or perspective to like view U.S. history from so I was like this sounds great um I'll check it out so I registered and I go to it on the first day of class, and as soon as we got there, I could tell it was going downhill quickly, because if you're in college, you do not want a teacher who reads the syllabus line by line on the first day. If you know what I'm talking about, you know how awful that is. Like, when I go to a class during syllabus week, I just want you to, like, give me the five-minute, 
like down low about the important stuff on the syllabus and we can move on with our lives. But this professor decided that he was going to line by line read like a, I don't know, it was probably like an eight page syllabus, which is pretty long. Usually my syllabi are like three, four pages, Um, but he decided he was going to read the whole thing. So not only do we spend so much time literally reading the syllabus, like line by line, when I can read for myself, he just starts going off on these tangents that are literally so irrelevant to the class. Like I can vividly remember one tangent that he went off on that was like about the importance and meaning of marriage. And I was just like sitting there staring at him and I was like, You are literally talking to a room full of, what, 18 to 21 year olds, and you're talking about something that's like not even on our radar and like has absolutely nothing to do with the topic that he was talking about. And so that's when I knew like I could not do this class. It was not going to go well. And I was just like, I pulled my laptop out of my backpack and I literally dropped the class. Like I sat in his classroom and dropped the class and then it was near the end of the class, so I just left. But yeah, I was like, I can't do that. So I actually was able to find a different history class. And that was actually one of my favorite classes that I've ever taken at UT. It was um, African American history in the US, and that was incredible. So my teacher was great. She didn't go off on stupid tangents. She likes shitty reality TV shows. So yeah. It ended up being okay, but it was kind of, it's just a funny story about how sometimes you register for classes and they don't go the way that you want them to go, and I had to drop the class, but this semester, we're going to be fine. Um, I have two design classes that are both with my favorite professor at UT, um, my favorite like design faculty, and she's incredible. She's really lax. Um, I mean, she wants you to do a good job, but like she, she keeps it flexible. She understands people have other things going on and isn't like too uptight about anything. So yeah, school's going good. I'm sure it's going to be great. I only have class Tuesday, Thursday, and that is because I actually just got an internship. Um, and before I kind of get into this, I want to talk a little bit about just my, my past internship experience. So in 2019, I had two internships, one in the spring and one in the summer, and they were great. Um, my, my spring one was like a 15 hour a week. I also did like a Tuesday, Thursday class schedule and then a Monday, Wednesday, Friday work schedule. Um, and taking online classes makes that like so much easier uh, because I don't think I could pack four classes or four or five that I'm taking for this semester. I don't think I could pack that many classes just on Tuesday and Thursday. I mean, you probably could, but it would also like be hard to find classes that would align with that kind of schedule. So it's really nice that I'm able to do that. Um, so yeah, my spring semester internship in 2019 I did like 15 hours a week Monday Wednesday Friday and summer I obviously was not in classes so I just did like a 40 hour regular work week and then in the fall this past fall I was able to kind of just do a freelance graphic design um so I'm a design major so I do have my own freelance business and so I just was able to kind of work for companies and do more work for them whenever 
you know, I had more free time and I was able to, but also like back off whenever I was stressed out and like really grinding it out with school. Um, and it also like gave me the flexibility and just more time to spend with my friends and go to football games and not be stressed out. So I just kind of took that fall semester like to truly enjoy college. And so that brings us to this semester. So I just got this internship. I think I got I got the offer on like Tuesday or Wednesday this week. So um, that was exciting. It's for this company called ShipStation. I will be working with their marketing team, just doing design for them. I'm not exactly sure in what capacity, but um, it should be exciting. Um, ShipStation is kind of a shipping software tech company. Um, I think companies or businesses use it to you know track their packages or you know shipping things to consumers so I won't actually be working on like the software itself um but I will be working on the marketing team and even though like shipping the shipping industry doesn't seem very glamorous like when I went to their office it was so cute it definitely seemed like it had very young like a modern contemporary office life vibe, which I really enjoy. So um, I'm excited to start. I don't, I haven't actually signed the paperwork yet. I think I sign like next week, but um, hopefully gonna start maybe at the beginning of February, um, crossing our fingers. I don't know exactly what's getting worked out right now, but um, I was just talking to the guy who will be my boss and he said, hopefully within the next couple weeks. So very excited for that. Um, not exactly sure what my schedule is going to look like. We haven't worked out any details yet, but um, I'll be free Monday, Wednesday, Friday to work um, and, you know, intern. Um, and that kind of brings me into my summer internship plans. Um, I I kind of just wanted to talk about this because, like I said, I've been applying to internships all day. So obviously I have a spring one. So I'm applying to summer stuff and I've been applying to summer stuff for literally December. Um, It's kind of ridiculous how early you have to apply to internships. Um, If you intern, like, you know that you have to get on your summer internship grind to like get a really good company, usually like by the end of January is kind of when you've finished applying for internships. Um, I mean, that's not always true. I just feel like most of the time, like if you want to secure like a big company position or you just have like a really um, keen interest in something, like you should be trying to lock that down by the end of January or at least have your application in and make sure people know who you are because otherwise you'll get forgotten about. Um But yeah, for this summer, like in an ideal world, my goal is kind of to apply to internships out of Austin. So I've actually lived in Austin my whole life. Um, I've talked about that before, but I go to college in Austin, which I feel like is honestly just a coincidence because if UT was in a different city, I would probably still go to UT in that city, but um, it just happens to be in Austin and I do love Austin, but I feel like I'm at the point in my life when where I'm ready to kind of get out of Austin and try new things. And so I think interning in another city um, could be like really great experience, not only like to learn how to be a pen- independent, excuse me, um, and live like farther away from my family uh, and just like forging new experiences and stuff like that. I'm just like so excited. That's like such a dream of mine to be able to move to a different city and just 
you know, have fun. I don't know. Um, so I'm applying to internships out of Austin, but also in Austin just to like be safe. But yeah, I'm in the talks with, um, companies in like New York and LA and Chicago. It's kind of insane. I've been, you know, really, um, trying to stay on everyone's radar and, you know, just keep emailing people and, make sure to express my continued interest because I really, really, really want this big internship this summer to like be my ticket to like a great job after college. I feel like your junior summer is like the perfect time to get a really good internship and like that's what could, you know, secure you an incredible job after graduation. Not to say that's the only way, I'm not trying to scare anyone, but I'm just saying, like, for me personally, like, if I could get that really good internship this summer, like, I would feel so much more confident and, like, feel so good about, um, I don't know, about my career and about my future, so, and then lastly, I wanted to quickly say on that note of, like, trying to explore places and try new things this year, I, I'm actually for spring break gonna go travel to Atlanta, Georgia with my dad, which you may be like, that sounds like an awful spring break trip, like, you need a girl's trip, but I've never really actually, I've never actually been on a trip with just my friends, I've only ever, like, really traveled with my family, I mean, I've been to, like, Houston with my boyfriend to visit family and stuff, but, like, I've never, like, traveled, you know, without my family, and, Maybe that should be a goal of mine in 2020 or next year, maybe. I don't know. Um, I kind of just thought about that. I never really considered that. But um, we're going to go to Atlanta and just check it out. I really feel like I would enjoy the East Coast and that vibe. And um, the weather there is exactly what I'm looking for. I don't think I could deal with like New England weather, but I really want that East Coast vibe. But we're going to check it out over spring break. I'm really excited. I... I don't care that I'm not going on some crazy beach trip. Like I am totally fine with going to Atla- going to Atlanta with my dad. Like it's still so exciting. So that's kind of what's going on in my life. Just trying to keep y'all updated. Um, and yeah, I just really enjoy talking to y'all before I dive into my episode. But we'll go ahead and get into the Q and A because I'm almost 15 minutes in and I haven't answered any of y'all's questions. I just told y'all things you probably didn't even care to know. So let's go ahead and dive in. So the first question that I got was, what inspires you to wake up early? And I think this question is like kind of deep, honestly. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's like, what inspires you to, you know, wake up in the morning? Like, that's a very like deep and personal question, but like, I think it's a great question because I think I have a pretty good answer and honestly what inspires me to wake up early in the morning is just loving everything that I'm doing like when you get to the point in your life where you are just purely enjoying you know the classes you're taking the work that you're doing the workouts you're doing the clubs you're in you know whatever it may be whatever is on your list of things to do whenever you look at your day and you're just like oh I'm excited to do my design homework because it's a project that I'm really passionate about or I'm excited to wake up and record my podcast because I have so much that I want to say or I'm excited to um you know post on my podcast Instagram for example which you should definitely go follow um it will always be linked below now um I'm excited to post and work on it and you know interact with people like whenever you feel that excitement like it's it's 
an incredible feeling. If you've never felt like that before, I so hope for you that one day you find things that you're so passionate about that you can feel like that. Like it's to the point where like I I've said in the past, I plan out my next day the night before or like the afternoon before so like right now I've already planned out everything I'm going to do the next day and whenever like at night when I go to bed and I like make sure everything has been crossed off from my list for that day um, and I look at tomorrow's to-do list I'm just like ooh, tomorrow's gonna be such a good day so that's kind of what inspires me to wake up early and if you really struggle with waking up early or feeling motivated um to wake up early and get your your stuff done like maybe think about putting one thing for yourself every morning on the top of your to-do list so like if you are really passionate about reading um maybe whenever you wake up like put time into your day to do something that you can't wait to wake up and do you know so you know give yourself 30 minutes when you wake up to drink your morning coffee and read your book or um if you really, really love, I don't know what it could be. If you really love Instagram, it could be Instagram. I mean, I, I really love Instagram. I only post on Instagram because it's honestly so fun. Um, if that's what floats your boat and you're excited to spend time on Instagram, like wake up in the morning and just, you know, get your cup of coffee and scroll on Instagram, you know, um, figure out what makes you really happy and try to, implement that every morning into your routine or your day um and that just makes waking up so much nicer um and yeah my mornings vary from uh day to day but like genuinely I try to like make one of my first things on my to-do list something that I'm like not dreading doing not to say that there aren't things that I have to do that I don't enjoy doing everyone does but I try to make that you know, some not my first thing to do because it sucks to wake up in the morning and to, you know, have to do something that you don't want to do, which happens sometimes, you know, life's rough, things happen, but try to like, really try to put an effort to like think about something you want to do every single morning or something you really enjoy doing and find just, even if it's 30 minutes, just find a little pocket of time to, you know, wake up in the morning and start your day off on the right foot so yeah that's what inspires me to wake up early short answer is just making sure i'm doing what i love every day next question was biggest advice for new college students or freshmen um and this is a great question so i'm a junior so i feel like i have a pretty good grasp on college you know i'm more than halfway through and my biggest advice for new college students is first off to enjoy every minute because it goes by like nobody's business it's insane i i can't even believe like in less than 18 months i will be graduating college that is just insane it's like what 14 15 months oh that's insane like i feel like i remember the day my parents left my dorm room like to drop me off the very first day they left me and that was insane um So yeah, not only enjoy every moment, but also like really take this opportunity to fail, take this opportunity to try new things, take the opportunity to take advantage of the fact that people don't take you seriously, which kind of a double-edged sword. It kind of sucks when you're in college and you're really serious about something and people don't take you seriously, but 
take advantage of the fact that people don't really have high expectations of you. And again, that's very cynical and very like kind of sad to hear. But like once you get out into the real world, people have expectations of you. So like take advantage of the fact that like you're you have the opportunity to, to learn and like try stuff and people are will be okay if you fail like the world's not going to end if you fail so I think that's my biggest advice is to not only enjoy your time and um, figure out things that you love to do um and try new things I think that's I mean that seems really cliche but like I don't know how to hit it home any better than that just try to enjoy it and do as many things as you possibly can, especially if you don't know what you're doing with your life. The best way to know what you want to do with your life is to do everything and figure out what you don't like. And then finally, you'll probably find what you do like. Um, what's a lesson you learned the hard way? I don't know like what a lesson I learned the hard way. Disclaimer, I just... Like, I'm looking at these questions on my phone, so, like, I totally didn't, like, make up answers for these beforehand, so I'm trying to think. A lesson that I learned the hard way is that you're stronger than you think. I think that's probably... Oh, my gosh. Is that an ambulance? Oh, it's a cop car. See, I'm just gonna leave it in there, you know? Um, No editing, you know? This is my real life, and I live downtown in a city, and there are cop cars. Um, And it sucks whenever, you know, you hear an ambulance at four o'clock in the morning, and you're just like, what do I do now? But um, yeah, that's a tangent, but it's gone now. So a lesson I learned the hard way is that you are so much stronger than you think. And I think, and I mean that like, obviously physically honestly I mean that physically and mentally um but I I'm primarily talking about mentally um I think now looking back at the challenges I've had to overcome I I can't like imagine how hard that was like I can't imagine how hard it was for me but like I look back and I'm just so proud of myself for like getting through it and making the most of you know, my challenges in my life. Like I'll give you a quick example. Um, so I was a gymnast for a very long time and gymnastics in high school, especially was like my entire life. That was the number one thing that I wanted to do every day. It was my passion. I mean, I absolutely loved doing design. I was already on the design track, but like while I was in high school, like I was so driven and focused to be a top competitive gymnast. And when I was a senior, I tore my ACL. I not only tore my ACL senior year, but also my freshman year. So I had two ACL surgeries, both on my left knee, and that sucked. But thinking about senior years was especially hard because it wasn't even physically as difficult. Honestly, the recovery, I think my second time went so much smoother and faster, um, maybe just because I knew what I was doing better the second time around. But I... I was absolutely devastated because I knew by the time I tore my ACL, like it was the very beginning of the season uh, for that competitive season. So I knew like, I already knew from the last ACL injury, like I'm out for nine months and that puts me at college or high school graduation. Like I'm completely done. There's no way I'm going to make it to even a competition that could qualify me for nationals. Like And that was like such an important part of my life. And I like, 
I knew I wasn't probably going to go to college for gymnastics. So I, and that like wasn't really an intention of mine. And I knew it was something I was going to have to give up and let go, but it was so hard giving it up way earlier than I thought it would, I was going to have to. And I like feel emotional talking about this. I don't know. It's just like to this day, like it's something that like, it really just resonated with me in my soul. And that moment when I realized like that was the last time I would ever, you know, get to be a gymnast. That was my last day of practice. Like it's, it's just like incredibly painful to think about. But if I think about like where I am now versus where I was when, you know, that moment happened, I just am like, Kelsey, you are so strong. Like you not only like physically recovered from the injury, but made the best out of your senior year. I had a great senior year of high school. It was the best year of my high school experience, like school wise. Um, and I kind of, I want to do an episode about high school because I feel like high school was honestly the worst, but senior year was like good. And, um, I had to not only learn how to make the most out of it, but like figure out how I was going to pivot and direct my life um, going forward. And I really threw myself into coaching gymnastics and, you know, trying to get into college and, um, you know, just gearing my life towards the next step. And so all of that is to say that I've learned how strong I can be, even when, you know, you feel like your life is literally in shambles. So that was really deep, but that's a lesson that I learned the hard way. What do you think about imposter syndrome? Do you ever feel like you don't deserve what you have gotten? So, or been given, I guess that's incorrect grammar, but, um, so if you don't know what imposter syndrome, it's kind of like the feeling that you're inadequate or that, you know, you, Say you got a job that you don't feel very qualified for and you're just scared that people are going to find out that you're not as good as people thought you are. and Or just in general, like you meet someone and um, people think you're awesome, but you're terrified of the moment when they meet the real you and you're not as great as everyone thought you are. And so I don't think I've ever really struggled with imposter syndrome but I definitely think it's like a valid struggle I don't think people who struggle with this are like there's anything wrong with them I think it really comes down to confidence because I feel like imposter syndrome is really driven by self-doubt and I think the way you remedy that is just having so much self-confidence and believing in yourself and knowing to your core like how capable you are or even accepting the fact that you're incapable like I think a person that is really like emotionally healthy and confident is able to not only like feel really secure in what they know but also still feel secure in themselves when they know that they can't do something or they're not good at something or they have a certain flaw about them like I think dealing with imposter syndrome all comes down to just being confident in yourself and understanding who you are, like truly who you are, what you can do, that you're good at what you do and whatever your shortcomings are, like that you're working on them or you can acknowledge and accept them. And yeah, I think that's an interesting topic. I got that on my 
Instagram and I was just like, that's a cool topic to talk about. But no, I haven't really dealt with it. Um, but that's kind of how I would overcome that is just like figuring out ways to be more confident. My next question is what is your favorite workout class? And so I go to a variety of workout classes, but I have two main workout classes that I really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy hot yoga. Um, and that's just kind of like a full body like moment. I don't know. It's like, It completely like restores your body when you sweat. Hot yoga is in like a 90 to 100 degree room um, and you just basically do regular yoga in a hot room. Hot yoga. Got it. Um, And basically it like you sweat out like I feel like I shed a layer of skin while sweating. Like you sweat out buckets like you're completely like dehydrated. You're like a dehydrated fruit after going to a yoga class or a hot yoga class and just getting out of that room once you get out and you like stretch so well and you feel so flexible and I've I've always been very flexible growing up as a gymnast and like as I've gotten older you know you lose your flexibility just a little bit I mean I everyone who knows me still knows I'm ridiculously flexible but um I am less flexible than I used to be so it's nice to you know stretch and everything and you know get the sore muscles going but It's also just so nice to get out of that room and just like feel like completely new and restored and when you shower oh it's the best feeling so i love hot yoga um and also i love to spin i went to a spin class this morning i went to a new studio at um on south lamar if you're in austin it's south of downtown and it's called define body and mind i think and they do a lot of different classes, but I went to a spin class for them or at their studio for the first time. And it was great. It was pretty fun. Um, I'm kind of just trying to find like some of my favorite instructors and my favorite, um, studios. So still checking everything out, but I really do love hot yoga and spin. And I've done some bar classes as well, which is kind of like ballet conditioning, which is nice, but it also kicks your butt. So like, the classes I truly, truly enjoy and like am excited to go to are hot yoga and spin. Okay, my next question is how to get better at cooking. And so I love to cook. I cook dinner every day. Um, I air quotes, quote unquote, cook lunch every day. Um, But I kind of just like throw stuff together based on like what I have in my fridge. I don't like make an actual meal. But one tip I do have to get better at cooking, and I will dis- like say with a disclaimer that I grew up in a household where I learned to cook and I love cooking and I eat really healthy and like good food and like I know what good food is. So like my mom, I was talking to my mom about this recently and she's like, whenever you grow up and know what good food is, you're not going to accept anything but good food, which is very true. But um, getting better at cooking, I would say that understand that less is more um whenever I cook like my favorite meals I I try to like limit my ingredients like keep it easy keep it simple keep it fresh keep it good like I like a salad for example very easy to make you just have to cut stuff up I literally will do like lettuce onions carrots cucumbers some chicken some black beans and some feta cheese and then just greek salad dressing and call it a day um 
so what was that like seven ingredients and so I think less is more and I also think just getting better at cooking like it just takes time like getting better at anything it just takes time and it takes like a genuine effort um cooking does not come naturally to everyone or especially if you didn't grow up in a household where your family or your parent like cooked dinner for you every night um I think it's like it's really fun for me it's really relaxing but it is definitely like a a trait or not a trait a skill that I learned over a long period of time so I would not only say to understand that less is more um try recipes out I I love like googling like recipes with five or ten ingredients or less and that's great I would also kind of just like figure out what you like to order at restaurants and feel or and figure out how you can recreate them at home so like one thing that I love to order at a restaurant is like a nice bowl with like rice and hummus and cucumbers like a Greek Mediterranean bowl this is what it would have on it and like some chicken and some feta cheese and that kind of stuff like that's something I would order at a restaurant um and so I figure out how to make my own version at home um or like omelets I love omelets when I go to get brunch so those are kind of my tips I hope that helped I love to cook but you know it just takes time and I would 100% recommend figuring out what you like to order at restaurants and figuring out how you can easily cheaply simply make them at home Next question I had was how to stay motivated when you're really busy. And I think this goes kind of back to what inspires you to wake up early in the morning. And I would say, number one, if you're extremely busy doing things that you don't enjoy doing, it's very hard to stay motivated. Like if I, I love doing design, I love doing social media, I love podcasting, I love going to spin classes. If I had to go to biology classes every single day, I would hate my life and I would not be motivated to do any of it. So I would figure out how you can pivot your life to putting things into your life that you genuinely enjoy doing. And I know not everything you will enjoy doing, I get that. Um, but that will help keep you so much more motivated. And then the other thing that I have is always the other like tip is to always reward yourself. Um, I feel like a lot of times we're not very good at like acknowledging how hard we work or how good we are or how, I don't know, just like we don't build ourselves up as much as we build like our friends up. And I feel like it's important to like be proud of yourself. So like, for example, if I, you know, had a project that I was really dreading doing and I had to work on it, I, I would like power through with the intention of rewarding myself afterwards. So like a reward that I would really enjoy is like if I can finish this project I'll go to a spin class or if I can finish this project I'll go get dinner with a friend or if I can finish this project I'll go get a cup of coffee on my way to class tomorrow morning you know figuring out what motivates you um like what kind of reward you would give yourself is is really important because I just feel like that reward system really encourages positive habits and that makes it a lot easier to stay motivated. So like, for example, um, on my to-do list today, I have to work on a marketing module, which is like an online class unit, essentially, and I don't really want to do it. I mean, 
I don't hate marketing, but I don't really want to do it. But afterward, I'm going to cook myself dinner, which may not seem like a reward to you. But again, I really enjoy cooking. I like eating good food. I'll probably be hungry. So after I finish that module, I will cook myself dinner and I'll be happy. And whenever I eat dinner, I, you know, relax and watch some TV or chill out and stop working. So that is how I reward myself. And we, so that's kind of my staying motivated is um, rewarding yourself and making sure you're putting things in your life that you genuinely enjoy. And my last question that y'all asked, I mean, I had so many questions, but these are kind of like the best ones that I was able to answer is how to handle rejection. And I feel like I'm going to answer this in more of the career sense of rejection I mean I guess you could probably apply this to like any type of rejection whether that be like a relationship like a boyfriend girlfriend rejection type thing or friendship rejection or college rejection I don't know any type of rejection but I'm gonna think about it in the sense of a career um I really live by everything's happens for a reason and just because one door closes, another door opens. So I think it's just all a mindset thing. You have to think about the fact that you got rejected from a job. Let's just use that example. Um, If you got rejected for a job, it not only means that they don't want you. Step one, they don't want you. So why would you want them? Why would you want to work for someone that doesn't want you, you know? That's one one thing to consider. And then also think about because that job rejected you, another job could come by that you might enjoy even more. Or, you know, you might not get an internship this semester, but maybe that gives you more time to hang out with your friends and enjoy college before college ends, you know? You have to always look on the bright side of things, and I think that's how I best handle rejection. And I, I don't see anything wrong with being upset about rejection, but I do genuinely think that it's it's best to just be as positive about it as possible and like tell yourself it's okay there's something better coming there's more opportunities coming and you can get through it I mean obviously like with a relationship it can be difficult but like say you know, you wanted to date this guy and he just wasn't into you. He wasn't ready to date or especially college guys. College guys can be like, I hate to throw all you college guys under the bus, but some of y'all are, you know what? So they like, if you get rejected by a guy that doesn't want you, like again, going back to why would you want someone that doesn't want you? You know, I just think it's a real mindset thing that you have to just shift that. And again, it's okay to be sad about something, but you know, you have to at the end of the day realize that something better, something different, something more incredible will happen because of rejection. So rejection can only lead to acceptance. I'm just gonna let you know that no one on this planet has been rejected from everything their entire life. Like other opportunities will come up. You will be accepted at some point. Like I use that word accepted, like air quotes, you know, like better opportunities will happen. Things, good things will come from bad things. So mindset, baby. 
So that is all I have for y'all today. Um, Let me know if you like this style of episode. If you ever have any questions, feel free to DM me. You can DM me at my personal Instagram, which is at Kelsey Lynn Jones, or my new podcast Instagram at what's stopping you with, or (laughs) the new podcast Instagram is at what's stopping you podcast. That's what it is. Um, But I just created that Instagram because not only do I want a good forum for feedback, so if you ever have feedback, feel free to DM me or you can comment on a post in that and on that Instagram, but also I kind of want to like build a community and just like, you know, have people interact with each other. Um, so please go follow. Um, I am going to make some really cute graphics for it, so it'll be pretty cute, pretty excited. Um, But yeah, that's all I got for y'all this week. I mean, I really enjoyed this because I didn't have to plan too much and I'm giving y'all what you want. So I think that's all I've got. I've said that like, what, five times. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go. It's 549, so I need to do this marketing module and I need to eat because I am a hungry girl. So um, I will see y'all in the next episode or I guess talk to y'all. I feel like I don't everyone says I'll see y'all but I don't see y'all and you don't see me so okay I'm yes this is how you know I'm hungry as I have existential crises during podcasts so I will talk to y'all in the next episode and I hope y'all have a great rest of your week and yeah I'm excited there's exciting content to come on this podcast so like if you're not already subscribed or following if you're on spotify if you're not already please 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 subscribe and if you feel so inclined go ahead and give me a five star rating or and or write a short little review um i love to hear your feedback but i will see y'all in the next one bye guys